looking for the King of Podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by a Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. What up, Crazy Train Radio? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm-mm-mm. Don't mess with me, I'm one crazy mofo. Not all football helmets are created equal. Zenith, the industry leader in protective technology, is the only helmet in the game with adaptive head protection featuring a shock suspension system that can move independently from the helmet shell. Headquartered and developed in Detroit, Zenith is committed to player safety and revolutionary innovation. Zenith is proud to protect athletes at every level from peewee to the pros. Learn more about the Zenith difference at zenith.com. That's X-E-N-I-T-H.com. Thinking your day is bad and really looking to make it worse? Why not try downloading this new classic set of music that will be dropping so far off the charts there's bound to be injuries. Now that's what I call depressing. It's going to make those who are even close to having the slightest glimmer of hope want to jump off the highest of planks. For those that are getting Now That's What I Call Depressing, you'll be getting that song that reminds you of that relationship with those cougars, Wrinkled Ladies. For those who weren't really into cougars, but those who had that special friend while Sincel Black 2B, we got for you this clusterfuck that will put you in therapy for years to come. With cheeks wide open.
fuck writes this shit? Oh hell, we're still recording this commercial. Always with you, it cannot be done. Those that rather have it out than in. This loaded hit will be dropping soon. Far thing in the USA. For those who place their order by calling or ordering online, the next hundred folks will receive their choice of either a noose of good quality that won't snap, an installation of a new outlet next to your bathtub so you can now blow dry your hair in a full tub. Or the choice of the right gang to just beat the fuck out of you. Call us today at 1-800-FUCK-THIS. Emmanuel Vergier, and you are listening to Crazy Train Radio. lady is truly living a dream because of the career she has built up due to all the hard work and dedication she has had to her acting chops, both on TV and film. She's maybe best known for her popular role as Charlie Sheen's ex-fiancee Mia, the CBS comedy's Two and a Half Men, or she's been known as a detective on CSI New York. But this lady, as of this taping, has had over 110 acting credits. She is the pride of Vancouver, British Columbia, and daughter of French immigrants in a French-speaking home, by the way. Emmanuel Bogier, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing great. <laughs> Folks, the funny part about, yeah, you know, she's chuckling, and I'm going to flip out that little... Uh, Piece there, but the reason she's chuckling is not even 90 seconds prior to that, I asked her proper pronunciation, but we see how, how much of an idiot I am at times, but... Apparently they give a lot fewer D-pluses than D-minuses. <laughs> it's not a grade they like to give out, I'll tell you that right now. Anyway, Emmanuel, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And by the way, that is not... no. Very few people get it right the first time without actual... I get asked how to pronounce my last name all the time. So you are not the only one, and it is not an easy... Looking at it on the page, does not. it doesn't sound the way it looks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And actually, most of that introduction was done off the cuff. So, But like you said, when you look at it, you go, hmm, that sounds like one thing, but it's, it's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, first and foremost, I'll ask this because when I went through the person I went through to book this interview, uh, I'd mentioned that you are currently taking a TV series. Can you uh, talk on that much? Or? Yeah. Uh, right now I'm, I'm uh, shooting a, seri- a new series called The Potlands, and it stars Kevin Sorbo and uh, Barry Bostwick, um, 
and uh, it's basically like a modern day, you know, it's like Family Ties meets Last Man Standing is kind of the best sort of, uh, you know, easy description that I can give it. Um, and it's a, a young boy um, that is Kevin Sorbo's son in the in the in the show, who's like a very right wing Republican kid in all his views and everything, and you know, contrasted with his sister, who's super left and super liberal and super like, you know, just all. So it's, it's a it's this mishmash of like crazy characters and uh, contrasts, and it's it's a lot of fun, and it's it's great because it's a nice light fun comedy to be to be shooting right now in the midst of, you know, everything that's going on. So it's it's nice to go and 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 have a good laugh every day. Well speaking of which given the world we are living in, like you said there, with this whole COVID and everything else that's been going on, luckily you're shooting right now, but overall how has this whole situation affected you both professionally and personally? Um, well, professionally, you know, obviously things were shut down for quite some time production-wise, so nobody was really able to work. Um, however, it forced me to be more creative in, you know, in, uh, in my own time and doing things that I normally wouldn't have done. So, you know, delving more into sort of the, the social media world and creating content for that and um and just finding ways to be creative in this time which has been you know which is helpful when you don't have uh your usual outlets to do that so um it's uh, it, it's been a blessing in some ways i mean it's made me really sort of think outside the box and and then in other ways it's given me more time to you know spend time with my horse and spend time with my dogs and you know um with my fiance and and uh uh even though you know being in each other's face 24-7 sometimes it can kind of get, you know, it can get a little heated at times. Uh, you got to, you know, it, it's a bit of a, you got to ride the wave, I suppose. But um, but at least we have each other. I mean, I can't imagine going, you know, being in isolation basically and not being able to see anybody and being by myself somewhere. So I'm grateful for all of those things. Well, I'll ask this, but you could tell me when we're not recording it, the truth. Uh-huh. You haven't killed him yet, right? Or attempted to kill him? I, I've picked out a spot in the backyard for where he could be, you know, residing fairly soon. But no, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't killed him yet. Okay. Yeah, probably, I just want to make sure. picked out a, an equally, you know, desirable spot for me to lay in too. So um, I think the <laughs> the sentiment is it goes both ways. <laughs> we we will insist. Insert the famous clip from Casino Winner in the Desert here. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> no, but all kidding aside, uh, you speak about content you did with uh, social media and all that kind of stuff. She does have a YouTube channel. We'll be inserting links for that as well. And I find it interesting because with that, it's almost like you're trying to push to be a guest on Ellen's show, correct? <laughs> it started as a joke. It started as a joke. We were working out and, uh, you know, uh, and I was, I was like, what, like, what can I come up with? It's like fun and, you know, and, uh, to do for IGTV or, you know, for some sort of YouTube and whatever. And, um, and it was actually my fiance's idea. He was like, which is like, if I were on Ellen, like, you know, every week you just, you know, come up with topics to like talk about as if, you know, Ellen was asking you these things or things that she might want to know. 
um, and uh, if I were to be a guest on her show. And, I, and it came up because I always, like, I, I love the Ellen show, and I think she's great, and, you know, I, I, I always enjoy watching her show and watching, you know, the people that she has on. So I was like, well, you know, why the hell not? This is going to be fun. So we just kind of ran with it and and uh, and started coming up with, some fun stuff to do and I, I mean it was great because it really kept me busy and and doing something creative and fun uh when there wasn't a whole lot going on so uh now I'm you know obviously a little bit busier with with things so I'm not as focused on it but it, it was never meant to be like oh I'm going to do one every week or every month or whatever it was just like okay when I feel like doing one I'll do one and if I don't do one for a while I don't do one for a while but it's like this is for me and it's for fun and hopefully you know it brings a smile to, and a little bit of a giggle to people, and and uh, and that's all I can kind of hope for. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll bring giggles. Yeah, I I certainly did the couple that I watched that you had published of were uh, <laughs> so far. But uh, you brought it up before we get into the professional stuff. Uh, you're big into horses. You have a horse and everything. But I also learned that you're big into gardening. So. Does that help you maintain a balance between work and personal life? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the gardening thing, to be honest, that's 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 Vince's uh, passion. Like he, you know, he helped me uh, do the the whole planting of radishes. Um, that whole episode for the the gardening episode that I did. That was, uh, you know. He he. We grow all our food, like all our produce, basically is from seed that he, you know, he plants in the backyard. So we have like fresh corn, tomatoes, uh, peppers. I mean, every like, it's fantastic. Um, so that's his thing, and that's what keeps him sane. And for me, it's the horses and being able to go and ride and spend time at the barn and just be in nature in that capacity. And that definitely. 100% brings balance to, you know, between sort of home life war and work and that. It just, uh, it it helps. It just, I feel, you know, it just mentally, it, it's very, it's very calming and, and um, helpful for me to have that. To it's that reset button. Yeah, exactly, you know. And, I mean, you know, some, for some people it's going to the gym or going on a hike or, or meditating. For me, that's my form of meditation um, is getting on my horse and, and or even even if I'm not riding that day, just like being around my horse and other horses and that environment just is, has a tremendous positive impact on my life. Well, speaking of gyms, and you bring up a good point, I recently heard that you were a gym rat, but you're also voted as the fifth sexiest woman in the world, according to Femme Fatale magazine. And <laughs> yes, yes, I know. I, I, surprisingly, I did a little bit of reading. Uh, <laughs> you did. You, but, you did some digging. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, surprisingly. And, but with this, you know, as much of a huge compliment that is to be ranked that high, according to this magazine, you know, did that, does that put any pressure on you? Because obviously, especially with what you do in the entertainment field, you know, people are concerned about their looks or, you know, whatever, insecurities, like they're, they're brought up more. But, like, if you're one that goes to the gym often to help keep your sanity, like, you go get changed in a locker room and you go, oh, well, this one has 
feather, whatever they may This one, you know, I mean, it, like, does um, it hurt your psyche or does it? No, it motivates me. I mean, I I like going to a gym where you know people are very focused on on you know keeping fit and 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 where I have people to look at where I'm like, wow. She has an amazing body. I want to look like, you know, like I, I'd love to, you know, that's that's amazing. I, you know, I can appreciate it. And, and also I have to sort of, you know, I work hard and I, I do what I can for my body. And there's certain things that, I you know, there are certain attributes to my body that I'll see on somebody else and I'll be like, I'll never have that as nice as that. But I, you know, I love what I have and I work hard for it. And I just try to keep in shape and stay healthy. I mean, obviously, you know, the business that I'm in, there's a certain amount of pressure to look a certain way and and stay a certain size depending on, you know, I'm not a character actress per se, so if I were to, you know, like I, I, people expect me to present in a a certain way. That doesn't mean, you know, um, for me, that just means like stay healthy, stay consistent, and and do the best that you can. You know, ultimately, like the whole sexiest woman on the planet or whatever, fifth sexy, like that's flattering and it's fun and you know all those things. But it's not what drives me to to stay in shape. Right on. Well, let's jump into the professional side because I don't want to keep you on the phone all day long, even though we'll probably get going laugh. <laughs> uh, a lot of the time. Uh, you have a preference between doing movie or TV movies, I should say. Hmm, that's hard because you know, with TV, with doing a TV series, it's a family. You know, year after year, you see the same people, and you really build a bond and um, strong relationships with with those people. Whereas, but you're going back to play the same character year after year, and hopefully, you know, you have great writers that find fun and interesting things for you, know, for your character to evolve and and do different stuff. But, um, you know, you're depending on the show, you're playing that same role, you know, uh, day in and day out. So, doing film, you know, you take on a character for several months, and then when you're done, you're done, you know, and you move on. Um, which also has its, you know, uh, its upside. You know, you're doing something new every every time you delve in. <clears throat> so, so I, I mean, I enjoy both. I, I really do. I don't really have a preference. Um, you know, it, it is nice to have that consistency of like, you know, coming back to a show every year. I mean, you know, that is that that is a nice luxury. Um, but I just like to work. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I'd like to see, and I don't know what ball in your wheelhouse or not, but you know how they do the, the past couple of years on TV, they've done like these live musical kind of things? Oh, yeah. I would like to see, and I heard it was a dream role for you, to be the adult version, though, of Little Orphan Annie. Uh- <laughs> well, I don't know if how many people would actually want to hear me sing. Like, I enjoy singing, but... Um... Not, I wouldn't say I'm up there and like you know, I can carry a tune most of the time. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd get hired on Broadway anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> but see, see, folks, when I said about the laughter, we'll make this happen so, and make this entertaining for you. Uh, oh boy! So obviously, 
I've mentioned in the intro many things that you've done, CSI, New York, and Two and a Half Men and all, but most people would recognize you, at least with my audience anyway, is both Two and a Half Men and the Saw series. Ah, Now, okay. yeah, so do you have any favorite memories and how much of a career change or boost was it for you to be hired by Two and a to do two and a half men, but also, was it nice in that time period to be able to go do the character you did in Saw? I know that's two different things on the spectrum there, but those right. are the two biggies that stand out. Yeah, I mean, those happened all in the same year, which was pretty awesome. You know, I mean, I, I had done the Saw movies, or the, Saw, the, the second Saw movie at that point. It came out... Um, in October of that year, and during that time period, I had booked Two and a Half Men, and, you know, the combination of those two things, like, really, I, I mean, it catapult, catapulted my career in, in, into a whole new realm. Like, all of a sudden, it was like, oh, we want to see you for sitcoms. You know, I was getting offers for things, and it just, you know, it, it gave me a tremendous amount of visibility. Um so it was, yeah, it was a really wild time, and, you know, Saw 2 was number one at the box office opening weekend, and, um, you know, and Two and a Half Men, I, or when I got that, I was terrified because I'd never done a sitcom before in front of a live audience. <laughs> the, the idea of that was just just horrifying to me. I was like, oh, my God, I was so nervous, and and uh and Charlie said something really nice to me the first the first taping that we had he was like these people he's like they're not here because they you know they hate the show and they want to tear you down when they're like they're here cuz they they love the show they want to cheer you on and like when you you know if you mess up or whatever it's actually you know they enjoy that it's fun it's not you know it's not a big deal i was like there's a certain wow. effort in that yeah, and I was just, I, I was like, oh, the minute I sort of made that switch when he said that, and it made that switch in my mind, I was like, he's right, right. I'm like, they're not here to criticize us. They're <laughs> they're here because they really enjoy the show. They're fans of the show. So it's like, you know, it's it's uh, it's a positive thing. So I, from that point on, it became, you know, a lot less stressful, and every week was just more and more fun. And I was always a little, you know, like it, it's a live audience, so it's like it's that you know that theater thing of like the, the the nervousness, like you know that sort of feeling in your in your stomach right before you go on uh, go on stage, and then once you're once you're out there, you're like, oh, okay, this is fine, I'm okay, <laughs> no no nothing bad's gonna happen. So it it was it was exciting. Well, that's definitely a good thing, and like you said, the visibility of two major things like that is unbelievable. But, well, yeah, and Two and a Half Men, I think, was like the number one sitcom, you know, uh, like on, on television at the time for, you know, it was in its second season at the time. But um, I, And I had no idea. <laughs> I hadn't watched the show or seen the show. or I, I, I saw billboards of it, but it wasn't something I had ever watched when I went and auditioned for it. So I had, I had no clue what I had gotten, gotten into. And then, you know, it happened. I, I think... In retrospect, it's good that I didn't go into the room to audition knowing what a big deal the show was at the time because that would have probably made me nervous and I probably would have screwed up the audition or done something, you know, not not done as good a job just, you know, because of nerves. But I went in not knowing 
which I kind of like. I don't like doing too, like, you know, depending. It's like sometimes it's better not to know because it's just, you 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 know, you're, you get into your head about it and, and then you start future tripping about things and that's never good. <laughs> exactly. Well, you mentioned, I have, I have two more questions here for you, mm-hmm. but you brought up the first one being, because you just brought this up about not seeing two and a half men. If we were a fly on the wall, say, in your household or whatever, and you're watching, you're going to sit down, maybe a glass of wine, watch TV, whatever, movies with the fiancé there. What's the type of uh, entertainment you'd like to sit back and watch? Uh, it depends on on my mood. I mean, the other night we watched this silly comedy that just came out with um, uh, Will Ferrell and, and, uh, and Amy McAdams. Uh, oh, my God, McAdams. But Rachel, Rachel McAdams, why could I not remember her? She's Canadian. I should know this. Um, yes. Anyways, uh, yeah, that, and we, you know, and it was like, like it was silly. It was fun. It was like you know, mindless entertainment. But it was like it was it was cute. Uh, for me, I love like crime documentaries. Anything about like the cartels and you know, or famous murderers and like the the Ted Bundy tapes. Um, that documentary was just fascinating to me so like those types of things really fascinate me um i but i'm all over the map with that stuff because like i like working moms which is a canadian show that's like a half hour comedy on netflix that's a lot of fun for me um i'm not surprisingly i've done a lot of horror movies i'm not a big horror movie person like i get i can watch like the narco stuff but like when it comes to like people getting tortured on screen and you know with like contraptions that, that that get more and more creative each like you know for each uh, each 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 movie that they do I oh, I can't watch it <laughs> I can be in them I just can't like when they're put together and like I watch them I'm like I, I can barely look at the screen oh but like I was gonna say there was oh man like you and me would get along so well because of the crime stuff and the documentaries oh you know, yeah you're like that, that stuff. Oh, oh, we, but that, but the difference is you probably have to probably be off the couch or the TV or come on, we gotta do, you gotta do something else, you know, like, right. there's more to life. No, more to life than forensic files. <laughs> exactly. It's like you have, you have to smack me around and say, come on, let's go, you know. It's well, about, it's, do you watch like forensic files and stuff like that and sit there and you're like, no, you don't put the body in the trunk. They put the bo- there's they're gonna spray it with luminol, and then it's gonna light up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, no, 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 Idiot! No, 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 no. <laughs> my my fiance gets mildly concerned with the amount of forensic files that I've watched, and and he's <laughs> like, you know, way too much on how to get rid of a body. I'm like, well, just so you know, you should probably behave then. <laughs> and folks. This, and I'm going to pull a little comedy callback here, but folks, that has nothing to do with that hole that she has possibly planted in the yard. <laughs> she mentioned earlier. The tomatoes are growing so well this year. <laughs> oh, look how fruit and juicy these are. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, God. But uh, last question is because you said you've done horror movies, which, by the way, i got to bring up, really enjoyed you. And a performance I've seen recently in the Wishmaster series. Oh my god! Pretty cool. Of 
all the the Wishmaster series. That really, I, I got a kick out of the it. That's the one. I, hey, hey, I got a kick out of the movie. You know, not to say I don't like your other stuff, but no, I appreciate I that you enjoyed that. I just, I just think it's funny that that's the one that you that you would have gravitated to. But I, I remember, the, like, did the I, I can't, I haven't seen it in so long. But remember the, you know, the heart that like I that gets pulled out of me or whatever. Did it yeah. look as fake on screen as it did when I remember shooting this thing? <laughs> like this thing. Unfortunately, so yes. <laughs> I guess that's part of the charm of those movies, though, because it's not supposed to like it. It's campy for you know. In Especially that way. At that level of production and yeah. Yeah, I rem- oh that was yeah I remember laughing so hard when I saw that I was like oh boy. <laughs> But, uh, but, but know, that does bring a special, you know, quality to those movies that people watch them, you know, because it is campy and cheesy in certain ways, and it's fun. Yeah, but there's another one that, uh, that that's in a famous franchise that tops that at looking worse, but that's a whole other uh, deal. But uh, <laughs> the last question I had for you was, I know you've done the horror conventions and conventions, conventions in general. What's been the weirdest thing fans have maybe brought up to you this past time? Uh, weirdest? Gosh, it's hard to sort of, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of things that people will ask that are, that's weird. The one thing that was really strange was somebody came up and they wanted me to sign a photo and then they're like, okay, so can you put your, your body measurements on the photo? And I just, I was like, what? Like, an odd request and kind of, you know, really? <laughs> I was like, uh, sure, I think, I don't know. I'm not sure if I feel comfortable with this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, that was kind of like one of those oddball things that happened, but for the most part, people have great questions and, you know, they're such big fans of whatever show it is. And, um, you know, I I, I I can't think of anything that was, like, really weird because it's usually, you know, it'll be something funny pertaining to the show or, or a question about the character or a scene or something that happened and to elaborate on, on certain things. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. No, that's, I mean, the, the measurement thing was weird. Yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> the person that asked about that was one of those guys you see at the conventions that maybe don't get a hotel room and actually sleep in the car in a parking lot. But that's a whole nother. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, oh, there's here's some strange folks you hear about and I've heard about recently, yeah. <sighs> Holy. Oh. Yeah, the conventions but, are wild. I mean, Dragon Con's so much fun. Um, you know, they can be a lot of fun. It's just, and it's exhausting because they are a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But, you know, the people that come to these things with costumes are phenomenal. I mean, the you know, the talent that people bring to uh, these these shows is, is, is pretty amazing, you know, when you see yeah. how much time and effort people have put into making a costume that, you know, whether it's a character that you've, you know, portrayed or just something from what, whatever movie, you're just like, holy crap, these people, you know, like, this is amazing. Um, it's uh, It's impressive. Well, if folks want to follow you on social media, what's the best spots they can follow you at? Uh, at Emmanuel Vogier on Instagram. 
Um, so on Instagram, at Emmanuel Boucher, uh is my is my uh, handle, um, and then Twitter. Oh, and then from there, you know, there's Twitter and uh, Facebook and all those things. If it, if you pull up my name, usually the blue check mark is there, so it should be. Um, if it does not have a blue check mark, it is not me. <laughs> and folks, if you go and follow her, which we highly suggest, do not ask her for her measurements, do that. <laughs> know what my measurements are after the last three four months of of, of uh, being like not allowed to go to the gym and well I mean I work out at home and, and do other stuff but like yeah. it's it's a different deal so I'm not I'm not yeah. concerned with them like you know as long as I'm I'm doing something I'm I've accomplished something that day and I'm gonna leave it at that <laughs> yes oh boy well thank you so much for the time cool thank you so much for this thank, I really appreciate thank taking you. the time. With over 30 years of experience and a superb reputation for being a detail-oriented company, Lacey Cleaning has some of the highest work standards in the cleaning business. That's the fact, Jack! Whether it's carpet cleaning, tile, grout cleaning, new construction cleanup, rental turnovers, vent and duct cleaning, odor elimination, office and or business cleaning, power washing, residential cleaning, you name it, they do it. Check them out to contact them today, LaceyCleaning at gmail.com or call them at 609-709-8536. That's what I'm talking about. Hey everybody, this is Joan Osborne and you are now listening to Crazy Train Radio.